you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Yes, the timing was perfect. It's two o'clock. It's time. It's time. It's time for some Call Me Tim. It's time to talk about religion and not religion and things people believe in or don't believe in and all that kind of crazy stuff. Believe! We believe that Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is amazing and you should tune into the AltaCast. But this is some Call Me Tim right now. We have special, special guest with me today, Stefan Massey. Plug in uh, into the little box, and then you'll want to get your mic mouth really close to the microphone. Uh, I've got, well, it's either one. I'm put, put, point them both because I'm going to go with both just to make sure because four has been a little light. Four is the little one, so it's a little light. Yeah, I can, uh, or maybe I'm not in the right way, because I'm, I'm not quite coming in on my left here. Sorry. Right, you're not, uh... Technical difficulties, audience. Uh, okay, well, no, that's because I was using the, um, the muting button, got it, and... Got it. So we can, uh, we can, we can hear you. You just want to be just real, real close to them, like, real, like, see how I'm really on it? Yeah, there you go. That's like, you might be about to flip it, but yes. maybe not. Maybe you're just getting a good uh, look at it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, point the other one at you too, because we're trying to do. I'm gonna sure. try to do both. I might even say say your name and what you believe in. <laughs> Stefan Massey. Uh, I believe in people. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. I know. I know. It is disgusting. I, I'm aware of it. I've been working on it, but I just can't seem to shake it. Oddly. Uh. <laughs> you, uh, for the listener, Pam just made a very disgusting face. Well, I don't get it because uh, people are always disappointing. How do you believe in people? I, be- I believe in very specific people. Um, it's like and they I, don't disappoint you. Almost all people disappoint me. No, I, I feel the same, honestly. Like it's, it, but it's like I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm incredibly elitist in in most walks of my life. Uh, and people are no exception. I have a very, uh, I have a tight circle of people that I'm, I, I feel pretty close to, just whether it's because of similar... You're elitist? Elitist. <laughs> How are you elitist? I mean, like, I don't, like, actively shun anyone, but I, like, will be very picky about who I actually end up spending time with. Huh. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Uh, <laughs> personally, I, I do guess, you keep notes, records? Oh, is there no. a, is there a, <laughs> there's a data collection? I'm not. I can only be so OCD okay. in my life, and and uh, perhaps fortunately that doesn't extend to people. Uh, I just like it's it's bad enough, like because I have a photographic memory, so like I just sort of out of pure habit, or not even habit, but just like out of instinct, uh, my my brain just naturally amalgamates all the negative qualities about anyone, even if they're within the aforementioned close circle. So keeping an actual physical list would just like end up seeping <laughs> seeping toxicity into my life that I don't need. Wow. So do you believe in Jesus? Um, 
I believe that he was a real person, certainly. You I don't believe he was a real person. Yeah. Did you? But you do. He didn't. Ra- he didn't rise from the dead, and he wasn't the son of God. Um. He was a dude. Like, like, as far as the minutia, like, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not Catholic. I did. I, I figured we'd get into this. I did go to Catholic high school. Oh wow. Yeah, that was. So my mom uh, is a lapsed Catholic herself. Her, her, most of her siblings actually ended up. Her parents were Catholic, and then most of her siblings. Cute suits, cute, cute ties. Uh, uh, at Catholic school? Yeah. It wasn't a uniform, actually. No uniform at a Catholic school. It's uh, St. Mary's over in Berkeley. Oh. I think they have one now, but they didn't when I went there. Okay. Um. But so yeah, my mom was a lapsed Catholic. Her most of her siblings ended up becoming born again Christians, and she tried it for a little while, and then she's like, eh, not for me. Which uh, was like the, the casualness with which she dismissed it was like the inverse of her siblings' reactions, <laughs> who all were, were pretty zealots. Oh yeah, who uh, were all zealots. One one rung down, but but pretty close, definitely. Um, yeah, my I have an aunt. Uh, uh, I don't want to call her crazy because she's. That conjures certain imagery, and also, I've apparently, crazy might be a slur. Uh, I don't know. I can't keep up. Um, For some people, I feel like it is. If you're called it all your life, like every time my father introduced me as a child, he said, this is our crazy daughter, Pam. Like When, when I get introduced to my, my brother's then-girlfriend, now-wife, um, and her family, it was at the, in Seattle, at the top of the falls, the... Something blah 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 for the where the where the Twin Peaks thing is and there's the Snoqualmie, Snoqualmie Falls. Where where what state is that in? In Washington. Huh. And I remember going and being introduced to my brother's girlfriend's family and this is our my father saying this is our crazy daughter Pam, and wow. I felt like why am I why am I crazy? I, I, anyways. And do you feel like you'd like? you ended up uh, accepting or like leaning into that or was it just- leaning in Jesus <laughs> Christ Cheryl um, <laughs> I was leaning into the glass ceiling to put my tits on the glass do you see that's how I lean into the glass ceiling my boobs on the glass gives us some nipple action there window licking <laughs> No, uh, no, I, I don't think that I acted extra crazy. I don't think I've ever tried to act extra crazy, but I think that I've always been a real authentic person, and yeah, maybe definitely. they call that autistic now. But uh, no, I don't know. I don't have that. I don't think I. I I'm not joking about no, no, it. No, I'm it's, sorry, it's, but it's okay. It's, no, no. But it's, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm for the listener that might not know I have Aspergers, and I, on I, the I don't spectrum. get it. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on the spectrum. So that's that's that's. that's I think that's a wider brush with which to paint. Uh, to I don't know where that came from, but. Uh, I don't. I don't get offended at all about people. I mean, I, that's a lie. If I, for for God's sake, I uh, was at uh, the showdowns mic a couple weeks ago, and uh, I did. You know the questions they have after? Yes. Yeah, I did. I asked a question that uh, Dan Bernahicks was on stage, and he's he's like didn't he didn't think it was funny. So he's like, can we please not let autistic people take the mic? And I flipped him off. Oh. Uh, no, but I didn't really. I, I get more mad about people like using that to uh, say that that's why. There, there's an issue. Like, I'd, I'd rather like be, uh, you know, uh, attacked for my personality. <laughs> right, 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 right. Or your jokes, or something yes, that you've yeah, done, exactly. as opposed something, to. Something, yeah, exactly. Something that's like inherent. And that was just—he was just being mean. Yeah, exactly. Was, eh, there was—it was meanness, and not even at the expense of hilarity. Just meanness <laughs> to be mean. That probably made other I, people feel uncomfortable as well. And if people laughed, it's probably because they felt uncomfortable. 
Maybe. I don't, like I said, I didn't, I, I mean, I flipped him off, obviously, I, I, I cared somewhat, but I didn't, I don't think I cared. It was, it was more like just a knee-jerk reaction. I flip but, off everybody, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I give everyone the finger. It's meaningless. Uh, it's a meaningless gesture. Yeah, now it definitely is. But, uh, yeah, going back eight or nine tangents, I was, I was talking about uh, my aunt, and one time, like, it, this was like in the last couple of years, my, my mom and my aunt were hanging out. She has, she has uh, 12 siblings, by the way. Whoa. Yeah, Catholic, like I said. Whoa. Mexican, Catholic. Wow. Yeah, uh, a lot of, a lot of things that work there. But so, they were coming back from a movie, and like my, my, my mom's, my aunt pulled over, and, and she just like takes my mom's hands, one of her hand, one of my mom's hands in both of her hands, and she's like, Lord, please let uh, Judy see the light. Let uh, Jesus come into her heart. And she like just like breaks away, and, and my mom's like, if you ever do that to me again, I am never talking to you for the wow. rest of your life. Yeah. So yeah, they, they can be uh, quite intense. But so yeah, have, is, have you? Have they tried to save you at any point? Have they tried to bring you aside? Mercifully, no, uh, so to speak. Has uh, anybody ever done that? Where they're like, let, "Pray with me." Yeah. Um, Dear Jesus, no. let the light of I mean, your like, life shine into this poor man's life. You know, I, I, I can very much get behind his empty, dark <laughs> comedian's life filled with sin and wanting. Oh man, I, I, can you imagine like an evangelist at an open mic like trying to save the sinners? Like that, yeah, that kind that's of thing. That would be great. That would. Like, I, you sinners. Yeah. <laughs> you come up here with the hubris of man thinking it's time to make jokes and make funny about the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, end times are upon us, my friends. Yeah, I, 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 I would believe that what? much more now than I have in the past, certainly. What do you, do you believe in an afterlife? Um, I like, like my main thing, I put, if there is one, I, I think it's just reincarnation. Like I've always, really? like Buddhism and, and like Jen, most Asian religions. So like you're coming back as a cat, a frog, what are you coming yeah. back as? Yeah, no, I, I'd like to think, I mean, uh, have cat you frog. seen any of that? Cat frog, that'd be awesome. And not as just like some kind of demented science experiment from an eighth grader. Uh, but, but I, I've always, uh, have you seen that show, uh, The Good Place? Any of it? No. You haven't heard of it? Uh-uh. It's, it's a really great show. It's one of my favorites um, right now. It's, it's, it's uh, Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. I, I know who Kristen Bell is. Uh, they can't be love interests for no, each other. It oh must God, be his no. dad, right? Well, She's, he's her dad? No, no. It's, it's a really interesting series because it's about the afterlife. Oh. And like, at the very beginning of the show, they say it's not any one religion. It's, it's like no one has ever gotten it right. Um, and then the, 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 the concept behind the show is these these, you know, extra dimensional beings whatever the hell you want to think of them as uh, they've they like uh, keep a running tally of all the good and the bad that you do and the, and the cream of the crop get to go to the good place they're on level 37 of the tower <laughs> exactly um, and so like I you know I, I don't like the the notion that there is like we're, we're all just here to, 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 to do like necessarily to rack up points huh. to, to like uh, you know who's yeah I want to know it because if someone keeping score I need to know who those people are because yeah. I have to add a little cuts for more there's some more t- points to the tally motherfuckers you might not have been watching but I've been counting <laughs> I've been keeping count so if you need my notes I have them for you that's the thing when I if there's a pearly gates and I go up and there's that St. Peter dude I'm gonna be like oh no no, no I have detailed notes <laughs> of self-sacrifice i.e. five years of hosting open mics five Monday years counting. Five years five, counting. and Monday three 15 hours a week some stupid amount too many too many hours selfless uh, Jesus Christ 
Okay. Uh, I'm being funny. I'm so high. I have to tell you, these new treats I made this morning are insane. Messy but insane. These are the ones from Friday? No, these are the new. These are, these are, these are caramels with, and they're weird. They're made with. Uh, so there's some coconut cream in there and some almond extract. Wow. And then the weed butter. And they, I didn't cook them long enough, so they're a little bit, but they're so chewy and gooey. Ooh, you, have love, to, you have to scrape them treats. off. The, <laughs> you have to scrape them off the paper because you can't take it off. But it's like, if you like caramel and there's, I put chocolate chips, they're all submerged. It's, they're really tasty and I'm so You should, you should go into right business. Now. You sound like you're doing an ad right now. I'm sorry. You, <laughs> no, should, cool, you should eat cool. one. You should eat half of one. Lick it. Take one. Unroll it. See, it's... It's, it's like a weird fruit roll-up. It is. It is like a weird fruit roll-up. So there's oh, paper, it but is, then yeah, inside the paper, there's yeah, you have to scrape good. it off the paper. I got lucky with this one. This one has like some paper on the bottom or something? Yeah, that's... We well, have to scrape oh, that off the see, paper on the bottom. That's the whole thing is you got to scrape with your teeth like it's, like it's a sweet artichoke. You see, scrape it off. I've never been a fan of artichokes, honestly. Well, this is, this is, this is, I like this. <laughs> this is good. Uh, so here we are on like Some Call treats. Me Tim. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, there's some who call me Tim. Uh, Timothy Pizza has a migraine, so I, he's not going to come in today, but he did give us a new pervert fervor. Oh, perfect. So later in the second hour, we will be pervert fervoring, uh, beepity booping and meegity moogin nice. <laughs> for you guys out there. So back to, uh, belief we've got uh you're you're gonna come back as a I, do i get to choose like, yeah let's, absolutely let's say, right now you I've get been, to choose i've been good enough to choose absolutely uh, uh just like off the top of my head i think dog just just a really a you want to be like a, a golden, slave a golden retriever golden retrievers are like the happiest beings on the planet they're slaves I mean, what do you want? Do you, what do you, do you, want? you what see do you dogs want? picking up paper? our poop? Can I get you through? Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> Is true. that old salt? Um, but yeah, go, I mean, gold, I, I just would like to like not have a lot of cares be be looked. I mean, you know, this is assuming that we're still touch wood living in a world uh, by the time that I die where uh, everything hasn't gotten gone to shit. To where we point. don't eat dogs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't know what else we can farm. Exactly. <laughs> we're like, we don't. We don't have enough water to make cows live. <laughs> We have to eat dogs now, you guys. But yeah, Catholic school was a trip. Um, I went, I did, I, our, our health classes were actually like, uh, it wasn't abstinence only, but it was still like, just they, they definitely touched on the scarier side of drugs and, and, and sex a little more than than you probably needed to. Right. But I still definitely feel like I got like a, a, a good look at like all the stuff they were trying to mostly warn us about. Um, and I signed a purity pledge. Wow! As well. And I have inadvertently kept up on that. Wow! Uh, the purity pledge yeah. really fucked you up. <laughs> I like I, for a while, like I wanted, wow. to, I actually legitimately wanted to stick to it. And then, like, uh, I got to college, and, I, and like, you know, I, obviously nothing happened. But I have a show. This is the show idea I have about <laughs> you. I was telling um, Jonathan about it. We were driving the other day in the car, and I was telling him the whole background. It's that uh, it's Stefan. It's Stefan Massey speed dating live on the radio, and uh, it's you start talking to three women. So there's four microphones out on the stage. There's you. We're allowing people to come watch this too. I think it'll be it'll be like um, it'll be like almost an artsy thing, but it's <laughs> going to be comedy, obviously. But right. it's going to be yeah. it's going to be weird. So I think there's maybe like. Six girls total, 
we start with three. When they're done, they can be like, they can raise their hand and be like, I'm out. And then someone else takes their place. Yeah. Or you, as the person, can be like, we're, we're done. And you can yeah. excuse them, <laughs> right? And let one of the other three come up. But you don't know who the other three are. Right. They're in the audience. You don't know. Am I going to be blindfolded for this? No, 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 no. Everyone sees each oh, other. Oh, oh, I see. But I it see. starts with you on stage and three ladies. And you're like talking to them and asking them questions on the radio. So it's like an interview. It's like you're interviewing three people, but you're interviewing them to be like, do you maybe want to have sex with me someday? Like, do you see it in the foreseeable, uh, like, maybe like future? How a, how, a, how a normal date would go. I got you. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. It's going to be like speed no, no, but, dating, I mean, interview. It depends. They but, can do whatever they right. want. Who knows? Who knows who these ladies are going to be? We'll see how many. I'm going to have to get people to throw their hats in the ring. It'll be interesting. I'll put it out on Craigslist. I'll say, <laughs> you win a free date. You get a pot treat. Like, I'll be like, we're going to. Oh, boy. It's going to be. There's going to be. I hope maybe if we could get more than six ladies, that would even be better, right? If there were nine right there's there's six in the audience that are just sitting there and there's the three and you uh, can either be like you got the horn you're like two thank you so much this just i don't think that i'm going to be able to have sex with you anytime any day <laughs> like any even three months or however long we maybe right. maybe three hours i don't i just don't think it's going to happen ever no, but, but, but like you said you know would you would you maybe want to have sex with me at some point down the line that's that's how normal dating works Date, normal dating or so I've come to understand is an interview for possibly having sex. So later. you're not on Tinder. No, not Tinder, not Bumble, not okay. I mean, I'm on OkCupid, but I don't use it anymore. Uh, so you didn't get anything out of it. Um, I mean, like I, I, I tried. I, I went on a couple tep, really tepid dates on OkCupid. Tepid dates. Yes. B- bad Indian food. Uh. <laughs> No, uh, decent Thai in actually both of them. I went, I went for Thai food though. Now that I think mm. about it, funnily enough, they were like two days apart. It just happened to work out that way. Um, and you should get a card, a lunch special card, <laughs> a punch card. I yeah. bring all my first that's, dates. That's here. a really good idea, actually. That's, that's, that's Wouldn't the, that be a great marketing scheme? Yeah, yeah for Tyra, for OSHA. But they have a great, they OSHA's have a good lunch special. Not to, not to shill it. I mean, we, we, it sounds like we've been shilling. It for, sounds like we have been shilling, but I love, I'll tell you why yeah. I love OSHA. They have a lunch special and they have a card and every five they stamp you oh, nice. and then you get a free How lunch. How long have they been doing that? Forever. You just have to know about it. Right. Yeah. And they have their lunch special Monday through Sunday, every nice. day of the week. Nice. And I'm across the street from them on Geary. But the thing is, it's from 11 to 4, but they don't give it to you. You have to ask for it. If you don't ask for the special menu, they don't tell you about it. So you got to know, you got to be on the inside, the down low, the underground. You got to love the Thai food and say yes. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm good. I should Uh, pull that out and give it a, a, bring it to Osha and be like, can I get a free lunch special if I play this? (laughs) Preemptive ad space here. Mutiny Radio. (laughs) We, We got it. We got to hustle for it. Um. Uh, yeah, the, the online dating never really held much. Uh, the, the the one I've done that bit about the girl who was like super into her poetry. Oh, yeah, the, who, I laugh every time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good bit, I think. Um, like you, but you actually you punched it up for me. Like when I uh, first did it, you were you were like like she was. I was like, yeah. She talked about herself the whole time, and then she gave me a book at the end and insisted I read it. And, she, and you were like, was it her own poetry? And I was like, no, but that would make way more sense <laughs> if she was at the if, end yeah, of the day. She, she gave me just a book. Running a long con to get it's me to so, read her poetry. It's so great! <laughs> it's so great! It's the long con just for you to spend the ten bucks <laughs> on the book. 
You ever, peddling her book, she goes for the long, long yeah, seriously. con. Getting back to religion, though, do you ever, when you, I don't know how you normally, how, how far are you from the station where you live? Um, the 27 bus okay. drops me half a block from my house, so I'm, oh, oh. I'm a, I'm a easy, easy bus ride. Got it. it. But it's like depending on traffic, it's between 20 and 37 minutes. Right. I was just, you, I was just thinking of the. Um, the Mexican dudes that are always outside 24th and Mission Bart mm. that are like, have you seen them? The Christian guy? The guys that say things like, oh, well, Dios mio. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's more than that, obviously, but it's, but yeah, like usually palabra. at least once a week you can Escute find... Escute palabra. Dios. Well, I think we just learned how much, um, uh, I almost said Mexican. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I know. I think, I think Una cubeta de cervezas, por favor. I think we learned how much uh, Spanish Pam took in high school is what I meant to say. Uh, soy uh, Estan <laughs> la crema. <laughs> You are, and actually, you just said that you are both in the permanent and the uh, the impermanent. Creamy. <laughs> and and you said it. You said it actually. You said it the first one. It's a double entendre. It's grammar. It's grammar lessons for, for the beginning Spanish speaker here on Mutiny Radio. Una fiesta que pasa en tus pantalones, una fiesta en mis pantalones, todos vienen. I want to I want to do some kind of bit now where like we're just workshopping bits, but uh, I just want to do some kind of bit where like you have like a, a duo. Maybe more divine could do this, where like one of them speaks in like what limited amount of some language they know, the oh. other one fake translates. That's a that's a definitely an improv game that they do sometimes. Oh, I was, yeah, yeah I'd, uh, where you speak a fake language <laughs> and someone else translates it into something else. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those, those like usually at least like a half dozen people and they've got like a merch table and they're a couple speakers set up and they're just yelling about how you need to accept Christ into your heart if you don't want to face eternal damnation. Because they're scared of death or this, they this is the thing. aren't, they don't have comedy to make them feel better <laughs> about themselves. Like what? Well, I mean, here's a philosophical question. Why do you do comedy? Uh, like... I mean, like, to, at the beginning, it was just because, like, I was listening to a bunch of comedy podcasts, and, like, I had been into it for years, and I, and I was like, I'm somewhat witty. I could, like, give this a go, uh, and why I've continued to do comedy, the answer to that is perhaps a little more what you're looking for, um, and it's, I, I and, uh, actually, it, it does tie kind of into, like, weirdly why, uh, normal religion wasn't for me because the one thing that I really liked about going to a religious high school was a sort of sense of community. Ah. But with I wanted that without the weird, preachy, judgy uh, and, kneeling, and, and standing exactly, yeah, all, all that, all the accoutrements that go with it. Actually, speaking Latin fuck you. <laughs> How is it religious to speak Latin? You have no idea what you're saying. The you pope, have the pope no, probably does the Pope probably does know what he's saying. you understand and that's what the thing with the Jews and the bat mitzvah and the reading and the singing and all this stuff do they really know what they say what they're saying have they really learned the language why would you make people worship a god in a language they don't understand they don't even know 
what how they're worshiping they aren't it, how could it be genuine if you're not expressing anything that you actually know if you're only expressing a memorization of something or a, a repetition of something how is that spiritual in any way have, have you ever had anyone of the faith on this show because i feel like they, they, they would you guys would have a very interesting uh conversation slash argument well and i we're tr- i mean we've had I've had mostly atheists. You know, we're pulling a lot of from comedians. I try to put sure. it out there and say, we want everyone to come on the show and yeah. talk about what you believe in. Because I don't mean to be aggressive or whatever. Yeah. I was super Christian. I was a zealot. Like, I still have dreams about Jesus. I talked to Jesus when I was a kid. I, he was my favorite, you know, invisible. Imaginary friend. <laughs> imaginary friend, absolutely. I wanted to have a large pink rabbit cat as an imaginary friend. And they said, no, that you can't have a pink rabbit cat be your friend and talk to it all the time at dinner and pet it. And that's weird. You're weird. But Jesus, no problem. You can have a, you can have a middle-aged guy follow you around and talk to him. And that's fine. All right. One of my favorite jokes uh, from this one episode of the X-Files with, uh, with, that had an exorcism in it. Uh, there, there was a bit, there was this, there was this priest who like claimed he was receiving uh, instructions from God. And, and Mulder says to him, you know, they say, uh, when you talk to God, it's called praying. When God talks to you, it's called schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mulder. Yeah. Oh, um, I should rewatch and, and all that. I believe in the X Files. Yeah, we should watch all the yeah, X Files no, again from beginning to end. Uh, I, I really liked uh, the one. I don't know if you saw from the new season that aired in uh, January. I tried to watch that and I could not get through it. The one the, there's, I tried. It's it's it, it's iffy. It's it's not it's not all totally there. But there's one episode that's brilliant um, with the, the dude who played the manager on Friday the Concords. Oh, uh-huh. Reese, uh, Reese Darby. Uh, it's it's written by the dude who wrote um, like only four episodes in the original run but but he's like always did always did those really meta episodes like the one with the author who was like writing a book and and about uh and like the whole episode is scully recounting a case to him and there's all these flashbacks where all this really weird stuff is happening yeah so that the guy that wrote that episode he wrote one for the new series and actually uh kumail nanjiani the comedian you don't know i don't know who that is he's on that show silicon valley on hbo i didn't have (laughs) no it's really it's really it's really hilarious i think you'd love it um but so this guy Camille Andiani started a podcast about the X Files, and he actually got on the, the revival. Oh He's my god, in that episode. that's amazing! It's so it's so it's so great. My favorite episode was the one with Alex Trebek as one of that's the, the. That's another one. Is that another same, one he wrote? Same, same I guy. love that guy. That's like my favorite episode with yeah. Alex Trebek and the Gaza Block. Yeah. That one is so good. They're yeah. not real aliens. The aliens are real. They're yeah. no, they're in a ship, and, and then they're wearing the alien suits, and then they're not there, and then it's Jesse, Alex Jesse Trebek and Jesse Ventura. Yes. It's so great, and it's uh, it's great because Alice Trebek is such a smug bastard, yeah. and I just love him, <laughs> and he can do no wrong. And when he dies, that's when the year really dies. Uh, I'm glad he's still around. We got three, we got three more days. Don't 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 jinx it. Oh my God! I know that's what we were saying in the last show. I was uh, like, about don't who? Jinx it. About anybody? Uh, uh, Latoya brought up a person, and I said something else and then we were like oh no no we just jinxed it and I don't remember who it is and I'm glad we're not going to say it again because go, I yeah. don't want to jinx the person if you say it three times it's like Stiltskin, right and then they or, come uh, after your firstborn or Bloody Mary right if there's a mirror around um but but getting back to high school, um, you believed in that. Did you believe in that as a child? Did you believe oh, in the Bloody God, Mary yeah. thing? I no, did no, too. I listen. never did it because I was too afraid. Here's, you here's, press on your eyeballs and it makes it. You see blood in your eyes. Duh. Yeah, of course. Um, 
Uh, actually, so my godmother is Spanish, and we uh, went to her home when I was like six years old. And she took us to this. Her her father took us to this statue in his backyard. This this metal statue of this um, a minotaur. It was like it was like a it was like a really DIY looking one. Like it was all like segmented, and like it was clearly like you know that he took it. He'd, t- he'd taken a a blowtorch to it. <gasps> Super metal. But so he says to us. The one part of it that you can take take out, the one part of it that's removable, is his his, his right eye. Ooh. But if you take out the eye, he will come to life at night and chase you down and kill you. Whoa! <laughs> and like now I know, now I know he was just saying that. No, so, he knew. Come so, on. No, no, I know. Chupacabras, right. baby. No, no, he like, but he, but we were kids, like, and like, and like I knew i didn't have any any like there was no doubt in my mind that if i did mess with the statue that it would absolutely kill absolutely, me yeah. but i know mm-hmm. like now that he was just telling us so we wouldn't mess with the statue <laughs> most likely i mean also maybe he, he liked also he got a thrill he got a little a half bone chubby about telling, scaring telling little kids kid. yeah. yeah oh absolutely yeah, he, was a, yeah. he was a painter he was a he was a famous painter actually in spain what? yeah uh i don't remember his first name but his last name was macaron and he's got a book he had a, he made, they put out a book of his paintings. It's mostly just his family, actually. There's one of his... Uh, um, he was a portrait artist. Yeah. No, he was, he was uh, in, incredibly talented. Oh. Uh, and uh, his, uh, his grandson, uh, one of my best friends now, uh, is, t- is following in his footsteps. My, my buddy Xander. Shout out to Xander Bice. <laughs> Go buy his art. Come show yeah. your art at Mutiny Radio. We need, we need yeah. an oh, artist shit. right now. I, I should talk to him, yeah. Yeah, we've been, I've been trying to get an artist, and it's so funny. I ask all these people. Everyone's really interested. No, I want to do it. I want to do it. I'm like, come by. Come by. Come check a, out the station. Do you have a pen? Because I'd like, like to remind myself about that. I would genuinely yeah. like to pass that along to him. I know yeah. he'd love to be able to... Have his uh, stuff uh, because we. I've so been looking. Like, that's why I put. Done, I'll show you his Instagram. I put up whatever, but I told there's people who I already said that's awesome. Come check out the space. Tell me what you want to fill, and they're like blah blah blah, and I'm like come on. And there's no criteria. There's it's, no. It's just we need art on the walls. There's tons of space. It looks cool when it's up. Right. This is, this is our personal collection. What we have up right now. So we just have our own right. collection of stuff. I should put Daria's piece out. Hers is the one that's the. She took that picture of. Uh, the knife art is our buddy Jose from down the street and the one next to it up here on the wall is uh, Daria took a picture of some graffiti and I hang out with her she's not only the punchline to a joke she's also a real child who I hang out with who took a beautiful piece of art that's right yeah you babysit I forget I babysit (laughs) I do uh but yeah, so so my my absolute like favorite like the the thing that encapsulates most religion for me was uh we'd, so we'd have every at least once a month we would have liturgy, and that means you have to come up to school all dressed the nines, and then when it's over everyone takes their ties off and stuff. But so it's like seasonal, usually some kind of like religious holiday or something. Uh, and I think this was Thanksgiving, but it's it's moot because the, so the pastor was just telling this story about this kid who was complaining to him that like he wished he could have a superpower and the pastor's response was to say hey you, you wish you could have a superpower don't you realize that you could say to your parents uh with every fiber of your being i hate you and like and like, he just went on about how like uh you basically have the ability to emotionally ruin everyone that you're close to and that's your superpower and i'm like that is the shittiest superpower i've ever heard of and like that sort of idea that like just you know not feeling like total shit is enough that that kind of that kind of uh encapsulates a lot of religion for me it's you sound like an emo junior higher <laughs> i feel it uh, it's just not enough <laughs> i just <feel> empty <laughs> 
to not feel like shit all the time is is, is asking too much. I feel shit all the time. <laughs> I mean, I've never I've never had a had a period, so I, I guess I don't know. I had it's a no. It's a, yeah, but no emo. There's the emo suffering. It it doesn't. I mean, you you can suffer over a hangnail. You know what I mean? You can suffer. Yeah. But he's talking about like real emotional uh, distress that stays with you for a prolonged period of time and that's just like the shittiest possible idea well do you have any of that any do you have any long perceived because that just sounds like something that traps you much like religion could trap you or whatever like i don't know what are you buying into the shame of something i mean what's i mean mostly just like my my probably my biggest hurdle in my life has i mean uh, personally has has been uh, like not uh, being trying to be less hard on myself like I briefly was in therapy after I lost my first job um, at my father's insistence <laughs> um, and what's about this lost the job you it was like my first real job out of college and he just kind of had a little freak out thinking that I might not be able to actually hold down a job just like he was just like worried like because he knew like we we didn't know yet that i uh, was on the spectrum but like there was i mean but you were successful in college i mean i got through it i i graduated with a 2.82 gpa oh okay i was i was i was okay i guess i mean i i i didn't really uh, i was a, you know i was a theater major and i didn't it took me two two and a half years to realize that i don't want to really work in theater you did you did you not you thought you liked theater but then you didn't no i did i like acting and i like um uh you know like working on things but just like being around theater people on a constant basis is like one of the most emotionally draining things you can do because they're just so well dramatic dramatic Dramatic. yeah no it it absolutely applies they're Um, divas they all think they're so important and it's super clicky too like so and and like as someone that Uh. hadn't totally figured himself out yet socially it, it wasn't something that i like and I, who knows? Maybe if I like didn't have that stumbling block, I would have made more of a go in that um, arena. Uh, but yeah, like the biggest thing that I tried to work on in therapy was just uh, not uh, beating myself up so much and like trying to just uh, you know let let off, try and try and put some of it on a, a little bit on other people and not take everything on do myself. You, well, do you do you feel some sort of failure is there a thing that you feel like do you feel like oh if i wasn't on this spectrum i would be things would be different or i mean because i've often thought i was always like if i was a boy i would have been a professional ballerina (laughs) because i was a mediocre ballerina as a girl and i loved it and i tried so hard and i always auditioned and i never made it and i always just wanted to be a little ballerina and i thought if I was a boy. <laughs> you know, boys could never do a double turn if there was any boy at all. It was like, whoa. Probably, probably Barishnikov can, but other <laughs> yeah, than but that like, you know, when you're seven, eight, nine, and you want to be a great ballerina, right. even in college, I was like, God, if what I was, was the, a dude. What was the hurdle that, that that was that was keeping you from? I no, I just I loved to dance, but I just wasn't. They never cast me, and I didn't. Mm. I wasn't good enough as a girl. Because everyone was a girl, everyone was good. But if I would have been a boy, I would have been amazing. Just because, like, they had there a shortage. Because there were no boys. Were, yeah, right. there was such a shortage yeah. of boys. But they, but they would let anyone. It wasn't gender um, uh, uh, separated. Of course, it was gender separated. Oh. Well, any boys could be. They just had to wear a different outfit. Right, but of course. <laughs> there was a different thing that you became 
once you were a man that was doing dance in that way, you were given solos and things were happening and that was all. And as a girl, even if you do make it, you're still in the back in the right. core waving a flower man. back and forth, you know, and you're hoping and praying. I mean, and I even danced on point. I'm sorry, this is supposed to be about you. No, no it's cool. So, no, it's fine. I'm terrible. I'm so high from this. to me. From those fucking things. I'm sorry. It's fine. Some call me Tim. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Mutiny Radio. I'm uh, off the rails. It's <laughs> last day, last podcast of 2016 for me. Are you Are you taking Friday off? Oh, that's right. I'm in a, a wedding. wedding right? Right. Yeah, I'm a interesting. Woman. Interesting time for for a wedding. It's well. So Friday is actually the. Uh, What's it called? Rehearsal and mm. rehearsal dinner. And I'm a groomswoman, so and there we New go. Year's Eve is the and then New Year's Eve is the actual wedding, which is actually pretty cool because yeah. it gives everybody New Year's plans and it makes it pretty awesome. We're all going to be in a safe yeah. place. It's a great anniversary for them. It always makes it special. You know, and I usually just stay in the city and go to bed early because I usually babysit early on New Year's Day because my people go there. They dance, dance, dance at Breakfast of Champions, which is awesome. And so... Usually I do that, but this year I'm going to a wedding and I'm going to try not to get too drunk. I'm going to try to like be, keep myself together. Cause I just don't want to be embarrassing, you know, like, Definitely. cause that's so me. Like <laughs> I always, I'm the one. And then they're like, ah, the videographer got you. And I'm like, no, I was just actually, uh, uh, Go, uh, jumping off that, I was in a wedding uh, in the middle of, like, the, right before my birthday, actually, in, in the middle of November. Uh, I, I actually emceed it, uh, which just... You emceed your friend's wedding? That's just, pretty cool. just ended up being me uh, passing the mic around and doing intros and outros for people who were uh, doing toast at the end. Um, but that was probably, it, it was like, it was... Now a, coming up to the podium, <laughs> he's known your groom since he was four years old. They used to pee together in a trough at summer camp. It's Terry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alex. Alex. It's Alex. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I went to college with him. Uh, but what was great about it was like there was pretty much no religion in it um it was in the wedding at all yeah no neither the groom nor the bride are are of of the faith uh whatever that would be for them i don't even know any faith no faith at all exactly yeah but mythology yeah actually uh they like sort of literally have their own mythology because they're both huge nerds and they've been doing in in uh a messenger chat rp since they started going out wow yeah for, like they have they have over a decade's worth of, of, of these chat logs wow. that are this story that they've been building. Wow. Yeah, no, they're 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 crazy in the best way. Um, That's really romantic and amazing and they could actually put together a project and they, sell they're it. They're working people. on one yeah, actually. Of course. They are. Because um, they wrote all that shit down. People love that shit. Yeah. And it was all honest, but then it's on a new medium that people don't know yet yeah. and it's all like uh, yeah, absolutely that's I support that hundred percent. That's amazing. Yeah, and it was just it was so funny because I think I don't remember, even remember the last wedding I went to before that, but every wedding I've been to up until that one definitely was very religion-oriented. And this was the first time that... Uh, I'll take it last, too, actually. That's cool. Um, Pam, Pam's getting wine. Uh, <laughs> um, and it was just so great to see, not, not to, like... You know, rail against it because the previous ceremonies that I've been to, they were gorgeous. Uh, but it was just interesting to see 
you know, a ceremony where, like, it was just about these two people coming together. It wasn't, uh, God wasn't, wasn't involved. If you want to get God involved in your marriage, go right ahead. But I, it's just, it's just, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not about to tell people they can't, they can't, uh, Oh, I like it when it's chilled. I mean, it's hard not to chill stuff if you're leaving it, it out these days. It's cold. It is cold. I mean, people, anyone listening to this in Chicago, we apologize because I know you're you're probably dealing with some like negative 10 temperatures right now. I don't even know what you're going through, but um, and they had it at the. Uh, it's really the, empathic of you. That's really nice. Empathetic. <laughs> Certainly pathetic, at least. But I'm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had it at the, uh, the the Japanese Tea Garden. Oh, that's at, so lovely. At, um, at uh, Cal State Long Beach. Oh, at Cal State Long Beach. Yeah. The Japanese Tea Garden is really pretty. Yeah, oh, you've it's been in, there. In, there's one here in the city, ah. and there's one in San Diego as well, and they're it's, all really lovely. Yeah, it's it's really small. You can see like most of what there is to see, like just at any part of it. And it was like the whole thing. We got there at like 7:30, and I think we were done by 11. Mm. It was a relatively brief ceremony, uh, but it was it was fantastic. And just like, I think if you ask them what they believe in, it's it's each other. Oh, <laughs> that's really sweet. So, do you believe in love? I do, but um, I think it's uh, it tends to be uh, from you know what i've seen from the outside a lot of it is is uh, unless you get really lucky it tends to be about a lot of compromise and i'm i'm not really built for that unfortunately Are, do you believe in life after love no, <laughs> i'm kidding you, no I, I don't, i'm not sure if i feel <laughs> something inside me say love after love? i remember like they played that song incessantly like in the late 90s early aughts and it was like the techno remix share as a person is 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 fantastic have you ever seen her twitter no but i believe in her i she's amazing i don't believe in plastic surgery um no but love is weird do you believe that there's one person out there for everyone and you're I just searching for that person I definitely do not okay believe that. all right uh, if, if anything i believe in polyamory um to it for for some people then like, why aren't you getting to it there's <laughs> lots of polyamory out there i know i know it's, i've even had an orgy it was a story i told on the last show that a group sex adventure once when i was single how many there were five people in the mix. And was 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 everything was it were they like Before, piles or was it all connected? It was all kind of we were all it was it was on a houseboat so but we all sort of agreed to things before we started where I was like no one's going to put it like uh, so th- we all had little rules and everybody right. followed them yeah. and, but there was a little person with some leather flogging thing a and little, that I enjoyed very much a dwarf no or? no no no. it was they were porn clowns but they weren't there were no little people but it was Never great heard that phrase before porn it was clowns. it was three girls and two guys oh, man, active in there and then there were two people that were masturbating on the side so I guess it was seven people total like were they shy? I mean, obviously not. That I was the most shy of I think of everybody. <laughs> well, you were in the middle of it, at least. Well, they, I was the yeah. I was but, definitely but the they, rogue like, agent. Were they? I mean, obviously. This was a polyamorous group of people who had done this kind of thing with each other. Before. Sure, and but the two masturbating, they were like just not. They feeling... just didn't. Well, they didn't feel like they were, I guess, invited with the five ah, of us. But okay. I didn't. I wasn't like. Like, well. The people that I was with, I didn't really, I'd never known them before. And the person, if he was going to jump in, is someone I'd known from before. So it would have been weird, I think. And he might have known that because I was like not necessarily wanting to get into that with him. 
because we'd been friends from before, but I didn't expect it, and I'm a super prudy person, sure. so it was all very like, what? Yeah. Like. I mean, but when it's spontaneous, it's it's, it's a little. It's a well, little I think they knew about it, but sure. for me, it was like I could have ignored it. I could have oh, yeah, gone to yeah. bed and slept on my little thing and been like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this. But I was like, fuck yeah, I want to be a part of the orgy happening yeah. on the houseboat. Sure, no. I don't want to feel like a, outsider pants. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, when I was single this one time and I was on this houseboat in the Delta, yeah. I chose not to get in an orgy. Exactly. I don't want to be that person. Fuck me, right? right? Yeah, exactly. So I ended up having I let a girl go down on me and I came for the first time from oral sex nice. anyways so this is, uh, this is a but you know I think to tie, try and tie it back a little bit I yeah think, to you uh, I'm with, sorry no, I'm no, so no, high no no it's cool, it's cool. you're good um, no not, not to, to me necessarily but just to the whole theme of this uh, this uh, shindig uh, like it's so easy to go overboard with uh, with both you know stuff like religion but also with things that feel good like like sex like it's so easy to like just let your life be about, uh, you know, um, what, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, some kind of sort of carnal knowledge. Carnal, exactly, carnal pleasure. Exactly. Carnal pleasure. Like like uh, <laughs> I actually used to go to uh, I used to go to the Citadel. I don't know if I've ever told you that. I don't know what the Citadel. It's is. a BDSM club on Folsom. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and it was just a friend who was like, I think you might like. I know the power exchange, but I don't know about that. It's on. It used to be on Otis, but then they moved it. Oh, it's another dungeon. To, yeah, cool. the power exchange. Now it's on. It's right across the street from the Tenderloin Police Department yeah. on Jones. What was really funny was uh, the first time I went to the Citadel, um, I saw about a half dozen people that I went to college with. Ah. There's a lot. There's a lot of overlap between theater people and kinky people. Really? Oh yeah. Well, of course that. Yeah. Are. Like the three, the three like groups, the the, the big the tri- triple circle Venn diagram of kinky people. The the center is kinky people, and the three circles are. Just actual kinky people, regular kinky people, um, people who play board games of all things. Really? Yeah. Yeah, settlers of Catan. <laughs> Sexlers of Catan. Yeah, right. Sexlers then, of Catan. And then theater people. Is Why don't you do this as a joke? Uh, you could sh- make fun of all of these people and be like, "I am in the Venn diagram of kinky people. I am kinky. I am a theater person, and I am into board games. <laughs> I am in the." Oh, I have the Venn diagram. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't identify as a theater person, and I would appreciate it if you wouldn't uh... slander your name in that yes, way. Yes, uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, but yeah, I'd like and and like a big. It's it's also a very clicky scene. It's also an, and like you have to like just sort of have a an antenna that I do not possess to like really get ingratiated into those those clicks. It's only for 10 weeks at a time. <laughs> you think so? The clicks only last for 10 weeks at a time. Every single time you do a new show, it's a new click, it's a new group. Even down to when it's, if you're doing a six week run and I even came in at the end of my theater stuff, I was, I was a production stage manager, so I didn't even come in until tech week. And then I ran the show from then on out until through and I got to be in a different kind of clique because I was the production stage manager and I'd come in it was tech week and I would just be a cunty bitch it was great I'd be like you're an idiot I was telling like the director in front of everybody I'm like we need this and this and I saved so many productions and so much money for people because no one had any idea what was going on okay. going into tech and I, I threw it down I knew a couple people that had, were in a similar position to you and they were always the people that I respected the most because they were the ones that came in laid down the law didn't take any shit and just like put the theater people 
like put like it's like you know what the 10 weeks you've all been dealing with (laughs) fuck you we have a week until this goes on just file down those egos until they got the shit done and it was beautiful that was one of my favorite parts absolutely but you know bringing up um uh, theater and religion now i've just been reminded of, of uh probably the most impactful uh time when i was in uh the theater program there and so to graduate from that program, you have to be involved in a production that is being directed by a faculty member. Okay. Uh, and so my senior year, I uh, uh, insinuated myself into the one that was happening for that uh, spring, I think. And it was a production being done by this very religious guy who was like affiliated with some church, but also the school somehow. Uh, and the play was called... Don't get God started. Apparently, I know, just the title. But apparently it's a Tony Award winning play. I'd never heard of it up until then. But this play pretty literally says to the audience, like, no matter how much shit you're dealing with, like, no matter how in shambles your life is, if you believe in God, everything will sort itself out. Whoa. And the one character in the play that's, like, stepping out on women... And like, which is shitty, but but it's like just the like the one like really genuinely bad thing because he's also just like gambling and doing all kinds of stuff that's basically just sinning in in moss. And the one character who's like not, I mean, he's 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 like a shitty person to begin with. But but just be, like the the thing they focus on is that he doesn't he's he's an atheist and he winds up in in a crazy house. Oh no! Yeah. So. I don't. I don't want to. God, what, what? I don't even remember what. Like, I think I was it's like the Harvey thing, big invisible rabbit. Oh, you know. Uh, funnily enough, I, I met a girl. Rabbit frog. I met a girl at the dungeon who went by Harvey Rabbit. Oh. And like, I'd never. I still haven't seen that movie. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's, I, I, I want to um, check it out. Uh, Humphrey Bogart. No, it's the uh, other. It's it's the guy uh, from uh, 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 Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Yes. Yes. And there's a big invisible rabbit. <laughs> But he sees. I, it's great. It's really like some old movies are really awesome, and a lot of them are just too hard to sure. see. Sure. Have you? Did you see a Hail Caesar, the new Coen Brothers movie? The new Coen Brothers. God damn those guys. I've seen. I just. I've recently saw Fargo again, and I saw. You should watch the TV series. The TV series is phenomenal. And do they do the TV series? Uh, it's not them, but it's it's still brilliant, and they're executive producers. And oh, they're so executive far, producers. So far, it's theirs. Yeah, so far every season has featured at least one person that's been in one of their movies. Well, Frances McNorman, I love her. Uh, I love all their movies. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I I feel like sometimes it's like, how is this funny? You're just taking these people that are real. They're so, and it's great. William H Macy is great, and he's a great actor, and yeah. I love him. But I'm like, you know, you watch him in Fargo, and you're like, I read it, get it. He's a bad guy, and yeah. like, he's keep watching. And you're like, uh, it's like, why it's a train, is it? You can't stop watching. It's a train wreck. Fargo's Fargo's a phenomenal movie, though. It is, and, and you're like, and I'm like, yeah. why? And I'm like, the starkness and the and the music, and yeah. then I'm like, why do I like this? This is weird. <laughs> I shouldn't like this. I shouldn't um, like these guys. But so yeah, Hail Caesar I brought up because uh, you know the the whole plot of the movie is uh, this studio fixer guy who was like it was a very I don't think they really have them anymore, but it was a very big role 
to play yes. in the 50s. Basically, the dudes that are like responsible for keeping the press in line, making sure nothing embarrassing gets out about the stars, keeping all the stars in line, making sure that the, and keeping the directors in line, making sure that they are promoting the stars the studio wants to succeed. And most of the the movies that are being made in the movie are relatively unmemorable and and like they were like you know everyone always romanticizes this era of movies but like you 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 can't just like cherry pick because there was a lot of crap at that time too (laughs) uh terrible uh things about women things about god yeah what i just recently i just watched a slew of late 90s movies and the homophobia that's in every 90 like movie what? is rampant. Like what? Like, uh, okay, for example, it's like in everything. Deck the halls with the... There's people... Prete- there, there's things where people are pretending to be gay, but they're not. Oh, or oh they're- that, uh, what was that movie with Cuba Gooding Jr., Love Boat, where he pretends... Like, he goes on this boat and, like, he pretends... Be, it's, it's a gay cruise. Horatio Sands is in it, too. Uh, and he just pretends to, to be gay so he can stick around this woman that he's fallen for. It's it's so bad. We, uh, we've we watched... Okay, so on... Watch a whole movie on YouTube? We watched uh, Jonathan and I go to this bed and breakfast. It's everything I know. It sounds like a commercial, but <laughs> we go to this place, Old World, and it's amazing in Napa. And they have this great DVD collection, and they're all like from the 90s. And on Christmas Day, Aww. we like sat in a hotel room with this big bed. We watched so many 90s so many weird 90s crazy we started with William H. Macy movies and then things got crazy we were all over the and then the things got crazy you say I know <laughs> and we were watching so many movies but uh, that sounds like a fantastic way to spend Christmas it was really it was really great but we kept noticing with every 90s movie how there was some crazy homophobic shit there was always a joke about it or there was always it was part of the theme or the yeah. plot that someone at some point thought someone was gay and that was a thing sure. and it's like what what did we i don't remember us hating yeah. gay people in the <laughs> 90s i had friends in high school that were gay but they didn't tell anybody but right. i knew no, the culture has I changed didn't... so much i mean i think like uh we like the uh, one thing that just came to mind was you know that uh that movie mean girls uh-huh lizzie lizzie kaplan has that line uh, he's almost too gay to function oh which I think was like, it, it, that's like sort of a little of both. It's a little like, just sort of like, not making a big deal out of it and also make, making it kind of funny. And just like, you know, reclaiming this stereotype. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you feel like people throw any stereotypes on you that you want to, you want to exchange out? Do you feel like, do you feel like there's like, do you feel like the autism stereotype? Do you feel like people throw it at you or does that happen? I, I mean... It's, it's it's such a funny not funny but it's such do a do you like trains weird <laughs> I'm sorry see I'm such a jerk <laughs> trains have some great qualities Pam and I really wish that you'd lay off them they can't defend themselves round now. and it's, round on the track trains um, I don't know I mean like I, I get like the, the the people that like are really trying to make it a a, a point of humor in a in, in a way that's not um that's, that doesn't make it clear to me that they're, um, you know, ribbing me knowingly. Mm. Like, like I mean, Tim Young, and, and fuck Tim Young, for the record. But uh, <laughs> Tim Young once was, was like, I, I did a math problem in my head in like two seconds. And he's like, there's that autism at work. 
Okay, so yeah, that's and that's like it's a thing. Like, who else gets stereotyped for something that we learn to do as infants? Counting, counting right. is a stereotype of being on the spectrum. That what a weird thing to be stereotyped for, for God's sake. Well, but, and it would be a smart thing to do exactly. math that quickly. And why would you denigrate someone? Maybe he's dyslexic with numbers, and that was his he's just an way of lashing out. He's just an asshole. I know it's hard. It's hard when you're young and you're not. I know. I know. And you I'm get like, everything handed to you, and you're not. No. <laughs> Seriously, they, he's been handed, I've seen, I haven't seen him in a while because he doesn't grind because I guess he's too good for it. <laughs> but, you know, that's fine. You know, if you're 17 and you start doing things and people fall, whatever. Yeah, you know, I'll I'm going to always try to have integrity. I know you have integrity, Stefan Massey. What, uh, a little bit. You, I, think little you're, bit. I think you have tons of integrity. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even waffle on I feel like you are who you are unapologetically to everyone. I don't feel like you try to be anybody for anything. No, definitely not. I, I, I don't, I'm not capable of it. Like, this is another thing since we're talking about being on the spectrum, I guess. Uh, like, I don't have, like, the patience or... I wouldn't say I don't have the imagination because I know I'm a very imaginative person, but it's just, like, it just it just takes, like an excess of energy that I norm- generally don't possess. Why be fake? Yeah. To, well, not even fake, just like to, to invent anything that I don't naturally ha- already have. Right. It just, it just doesn't, it, it feels weird. And, 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 and I, I'm like, unless I, I'm, I'm given a, a, an actual script, I'm not a good liar. <laughs> ah. Uh, which, you know, but you sort- can write your own script, tell your own. Yeah, lines. that works. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll do a one man show. I just saw La La Land. That's what that girl on that one did when she couldn't get cast in anything. Not that uh-huh. I've been going to uh, to um, auditions, but it's not a bad idea. I've uh, I've done one woman shows, absolutely. Uh, no, hey. It seems like a bit of an exercise in masochism at, at a certain point, though. Just, just be... do 50 minutes of your own no, no, material. I, I, I know. You've but... got enough with your comedy and whatever. I've sung songs, and I've written songs. So in my one-woman show, I've done two one-woman shows with different material in both of them, and nobody cares. You just have to realize, like, until someone cares, nobody cares. It's like, I think, okay, so not to get back to me, no. but 2017, I'm going to apply for Survivor. Okay. I'm working. The reason that and you're on the show on the 6th, January 6th, uh-huh. I heart Westworld and other TV comedy. The whole reason I'm doing this is I'm doing 10 minutes on Survivor with the audience Have with ever Jonathan. Had a, a comic on the on Survivor before? Not the maybe, but not that I know of. If it says Pam and underneath it it says stand-up comic. Holy. If that happens once on TV, I will cry. I can't even. I will. It's gonna be hard to be on the island because I'm gonna be crying all the time, being like, "You guys, I've been waiting for this my whole life. They're all watching us why, right why now. You, they're watching us. Do you know they're watching? Can we figure this out? Do you understand they're watching they're us probably right gonna, now? They're probably gonna take a few days to let, make let, make you make they're the novelty watching. wear off. So they, oh, the novelty of balancing on weird things and jumping up walls. Being all like Spider Woman, losing thirty pounds in thirty nine days, crazy. Can't wait. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The whole reason for the show on the sixth is so that Jonathan can tape me doing jokes about. I have a set I did at Brainwash about Survivor, and I'm gonna do one there, and then I'm gonna cut them all together. And they're like, "What's your life about?" And I'm like, "I'm a stand-up comedian. Here's me doing jokes about Survivor." And then like, "Look at my cat. I love my cat. You see how much I love my cat." 
and then they're gonna put me on the show and I'll be like, look, I'd stand on one leg forever. I, I'm, sometimes when you guys are doing your things and I know that you time lapse it, but I still stand on my toes the whole time because I wanna pretend that I'm doing it with them because you know what, I can do it. And th if there's something where you have to try really hard, are you kidding me? Concentrate and try really hard? That's like my whole game. Like that's like, duh. Anyway, sorry. Uh, when you when you, were, when you were crying about being on the island, uh, you 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 you're, uh, you became deaf for a second. That was, for some reason, that was in your voice. <laughs> Can you believe I'm on the island? Oh, I'm sorry, that's so wrong. That's so wrong. I'm, uh, and I'm too edgy. I'm to the sorry. deaf people listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> to the deaf people listening to Mutiny Radio on the internet, it's coming through in Braille. Uh, How does that do? How does that happen? Uh, does it just get played really there, loud? I, if, are there people who transcribe shows or podcasts for 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 deaf people? Or I for, yeah. think that you just made a million dollars. Yeah. I I don't know what happens to deaf people. I am a I I I, am, I hear so much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so high. Right. No, no, just, just I hear so much about other disabilities. I never hear right. so much about hearing. You, don't, you, <laughs> you don't know? Hear, you, don't, you don't hear much about deafness. But, but isn't that, wouldn't you feel cut off from the world and wouldn't that be difficult? Like, wow. Living on an island? Well, but here's the thing. If you had to lose one of your senses, okay, so would you rather be in a wheelchair forever, lose your hearing, lose your sight, or lose your sense, like, sense of taste. I guess everyone would be like, go sense of taste. And I'm like, never. I will never let go taste. I will be. Uh, wheelchair, no question. You'd be in a wheelchair. Be, well, yeah, I, I could, like, I might not feel super great about myself. Uh, although, I don't know. I, I always see those dudes who uh, came back from um, Afghanistan or whatever, and they're, like, and if they're in a wheelchair, they're, they're like, their legs are kind of shriveled, but their upper body is totally ripped, so. Well, and then there's the, the girl on the Kaiser thing, and she's got one leg, and the other leg has a little extension on it, which is a fake leg, and it's all up in the air, and you're like, oh, what yeah, the no, fuck? Um, like, yeah, as long it's as on the, it's on the 80, right before you're going to go over the bridge, and it's this lovely young oh, lady, and she has I mean, a, there's a... There's a billboard? There's a billboard, and it's a Kaiser billboard, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and it's a girl standing on one leg, and she's kicking her other leg in the air, but her other leg is a fake leg. It's a... No, Extension-y like Did you see that movie uh, Kingsman? No. Uh, it's uh, Samuel Jackson and uh, Colin Firth. And the the main, this, this girl, I don't think she, I think she might be mute now that I like oh. remember. But the girl in the movie, not not the actress playing her, but just like in the movie, she, I don't think she has any lines. But uh, Yeah, because she she's has, mute. Right, <laughs> you no, can't, I, can't I, talk. They don't, they don't really talk about it is the thing. She's just like there to be a badass and she has no legs, but instead of actually, right, that she has prosthetics um, that are swords. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she walks around and like the the soul or the, the yeah the, the soul of the of the of the the leg in quotes is um is like the uh, the, the rape the uh, the rapier that's or, or some the, uh, metaphorical the fencing, shit the yeah fencing thing where it's like curved or yeah. i think it's like a cross between that and all the olympian things where they have the the, the like the a scythe or something kind of yeah yeah it's, it's it's really innovative uh for for kickassery <laughs> wow I believe in kickassery. Yeah, you're checking it. How are you doing? What else do you believe in? Do you believe in the pop food? Jesus uh, Christ! You've had good, little, I, some little bites. I had, I had, a, I had I, a fair deal of it. Um, things are crazy for me over here. Yeah, I'm, 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 I put that together. Uh, it's cool. Sorry, no, I'm not cool, usually dude. like this. No, you're good. Usually, pizza is like, Honestly, like mediating things, and I'm. It's, 
Um, no, honestly, like, uh, you're holding it together far uh, better than I would with that amount of THC in me, although, who knows, my tolerance has been steadily climbing these days, so. Well, and I loved when you wrote the little adage about how you drank too much of the pot punch mm. when I put too much of yeah. the THC into the... And I into the pineapple juice on two different bar trays. Two different bar trays. Different bar trays. How do you to, throw up on two different bar trays? That is to gone. transfer it 19th Street is Absolutely, how that happens. Absolutely, that's how that happens. I, yeah, I somehow managed to walk half a mile from the station over to 24th Street Bar oh. in like the most zonked out state I've ever been in my life, probably. Mm. And what was really like insane about the whole experience, especially, was... I mean, like, you know, it's those certain, like, come-to-Jesus moments that, like, sort of, like, have you thanking God even if you're not a believer. <laughs> I, uh, I would, the, the second time I puked, a little bit of it got on this dude's very clean, new-looking shoes. No! Yeah. What? Like, I, like, like, you were murdered I on know. the Bart? I know. Like, that's, that's like, I was, like, woke. I was very, very well expecting woke. to be That was a woke smacked. moment. Smacked, definitely. No, but I just, I ha- happened to have a really thick, fresh uh, napkin in my backpack, so, like, I wiped it off. Wow. And, and he was just like, oh, go fuck yourself, and, and he left. And I was happy to get off with just that. I felt, Re- like, I felt yeah. like shit for, for so doing that. So sorry that that happened. <laughs> I, I tried to explain no, to people you how you, strong you it was. Us. You warned everyone. Nobody very, listens to me. Very thoroughly. I tell them about, I eat the treats, and I go, I'm hot. I can't, I mean, you today's have, yeah, fun day. <laughs> I'm supposed to do stuff after we're supposed to listen to Pervert Fervor, and then I'm going to do some internet magic. I'm supposed to promote for all the shows, you know, in fucking January and <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, you sound so married uh, to the job. It's what I gotta do. I gotta get it done, you know. No, no, no one likes. And I'm no like, one likes promoting oh, stuff. It's copy not. paste. Yeah. Email. Blah blah blah. But I know I gotta do it. Cause what else? Cause then I can't. Cause otherwise people won't come listen to your bullshit. Like, I, and I really want <laughs> our them bullshit. To, our bullshit. It's our bullshit. It's true. I do. I'm doing that 10 minutes that I'm going to record. If I, I'm going to tell if I, I believe in Survivor <laughs> as a, as an actual, people would think they'd, they'd like, they'd see, I'd be who I am and people would be like, I'm into this chick. And then they'd be like, she wrote a children's story. And then they'd like, buy that. And they'd be like, she runs this weird radio station. And they'd be into that. But I don't want, I'm just, I'm a weird and not normal, but not like worthy of being, like, I don't want. I mean, but who's worthy? Like, other than, like, people, as as long as you're not, like, you know, uh, hurting people. I, I don't know who's worthy. Who gets to be, I keep seeing all of the comedy specials on the things, and I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. How are they getting this thing? What is happening? Why are there none of these people? None of the people I know. Like, because I know so many funny people. Or New York. Well, David I don't Porter, believe dude, in those. I can't wait. He was on Conan. He, yeah, he was on. And he's, he's amazing. Yeah. David Borey is the most amazing human being. Look him up. It's with a G. Yeah. B-O-R-I-E. And if you say Gabor, you don't really know him, do you? Uh, but he's amazing. Yeah, he was so. fantastic. He's the only Sylvan. Uh, I like Zach Wiseman, too. Oh, I thought you were going to say the only Sylvan. No, the Sylvans, they did their last open improv last night here. and For the year? Or? Forever. Oh, they are wow. moving to Piano Fight, so oh, right. we're done. They're done with us. But what they did was they had sunflower seeds, and they chose to have them all inside the building. Oh, and all outside, all outside, spit all over the concrete. 
You lazy children motherfuckers that never for the entire time you were here ever gave a shit about cleaning up after your smelly ass selves. You and your disgusting home. There's dog fare in your house. There's no dogs that live there. Why are there dog fur on your stairs? What's wrong with you people? Probably because of Ethan. I don't know what's wrong with them. What I'm saying is they left this place a fucking sty and every Wednesday I came in and I cleaned up and I would text them and say, so hair, hair, why is there hair? Who, who shaved their hair and decided not to sweep it out? Hair? You know, all right, fine. Six, six pack of bottle caps and you, you knock them off your elbows. Bink! And that's cute, isn't it? They're all over the place. Never know where those motherfuckers are going to be. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that and the hair. And then the sunflower seeds. On the, you know how hard it is to sweep sunflower seeds off the concrete? You know how long it takes? I've swept for 15 minutes and I didn't finish. Silvets. <laughs> like roaches. Oh, they're funny sometimes. They're funny. Just like roaches are funny. Coming in your house, eating your food. Taking your stage time and then leaving sunflower seeds. Is is Alex Jones possessing you right now, Pam? Who is Alex Jones? He runs this uh, uh, radio station called called uh, Infowars, and he's like known for shouting things like, "I don't like it when they uh, put the psychedelic frogs in the water supply." And uh, one time, some <laughs> who would? Yeah, he. Uh, have you seen the movie Waking Life? The, yes. the animated movie. So yes. there's that scene with the dude in the car and he's like yelling off the roof. He's like he's like got a megaphone that's connected to the roof of his car. I don't remember that. That's, that's that's Alex Jones. Well, I should look him up. He's he's uh he's he's insane. He's yeah, absolutely insane. Spirits. What else do you have to say about the profane, the future, the past, what's going to happen when we so die, a, what you believe in, umbrella. all the things? Absolutely. It's well, some call me Tim, and we're supposed if, to talk about this shit. If nothing else, I believe that uh, my uh, body will... Well, actually, no, I, I want to be cremated, so my body's not going to be nutrients for anything. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. That's, I, I take that back. I want to be more, uh, have that, that, um, that thing done where I get turned into a tree. That... Um, yeah, so There's no like a, no um, phenylphthalein. I mean, no formaldehyde, just body dead, thrown no, in the ground, no, make no, a tree. There's, there's like a, a process they put you through where you, your ashes can like uh, fertilize soil. And so like your like life essence, I don't know, it, 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 it fertilizes the tree. Your life essence yeah. becomes uh, a tree. Actually, someone was actually saying that it might even be possible to um, make it so you end up fertilizing a pot plant and then your relatives can smoke you. That sounds get stoned amazing. off you. I think, I think if, if I that am is, so down I'm with that I'm definitely going to look into that and see if that's doable. I am um, super down. Uh, the future. The future. Um, future's going to be rough. Future is going to be pretty rough at the very least this this next year, assuming uh, either 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 nothing drastic is going to happen or some a bunch something way too drastic is going to happen. The class war is coming upon us. Yeah, people talk about it all that all the time. Um, I, th- I mean, I think it's Marx is rising from his grave, and the class war will touch be upon wood. us. Touch the wood, proletariat man. versus the bourgeoisie. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the um, techies versus the. Because that's it's the already, Occupy it's already Harrison happening. Street. It's already happening. Like that's and it's not just Harrison. There's tents all over. Um, I saw a woman in in full office garb and with like I think a Gucci purse get into a tent 
off of 27th in Oakland, Shut right next up. to right next to Telegraph. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's crazy. It's already, it's already, they're already among us. It's already happening. They are among us. Yeah. Um, and it's really tough to say if that's going to get better anytime soon um, with everything that's going on. But I, taking it way the hell back to the beginning, I can't, until some really unfortunate shit happens, I can't, I do... But also, I want to have faith in people. I want to Ugh. believe that there's. I know. I know. It's 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 rough and it's and it's it's it can get ugly. Certainly. I and like. No one ever does anything they say they're gonna do. People uh, say they say they're gonna see you somewhere and they don't show up. If we, <laughs> if you say you're gonna meet someone at a place, and they don't show up, how can I believe in they, they anything? Have a, they have a migraine. Is what happened. Right, Sorry, that's what Tim. happened. Tim Pisa, he had a migraine. <laughs> they say they're gonna, they can't be there. I mean, I've been stood up on dates before. They, favorite, someone said they were gonna be there. My favorite, actually, uh, okay, Cupid date that didn't happen was uh, when I messaged this girl, and uh, we were like, we were going back and forth for a little while. We, we eventually, we finally traded phone numbers, which had never happened before. So I was like, pretty gung ho about it. I'm like, all right, this could, this is phone number. We could yeah. text. Yeah. So I'm heading into the city in my car to meet her. Our our meeting time is 45 minutes away, and she texts me. I'm really sorry to do this, especially so soon to the date, but uh, I've actually been seeing someone else and now it's getting kind of serious. We can still meet up if you want, but it would just be as friends. I pull over to the side of the road, spend a good 10 minutes essentially talking myself out of sending a spiteful text because I know I'll hate myself for it later, and finally uh, just reply, no thanks. Probably try and work on your timing a little bit, though. Aww. And then I went and got drunk with some friends while they while we played video games. Aww. So the evening was salvaged somewhat. Oh, sounds are like we, the are beginning we, of a are we doing? D &D are we leading campaign. into an outro now? Did I, I don't want to go out on such a downer note. Yeah, no, you've got like three minutes, okay. and then we're gonna go to pervert fervor. Okay. Uh, um, so let's bring it up for okay, everybody. Yeah. Back to uh, the afterlife, loving, living the world, happiness, enjoy with Stefan Massey. Uh, and Vana Hartog, is uh, that do to? I'm sorry, I ask for it so much. Does that okay. bother you? Does it bother you no. that I like that joke and that no. voice, and I think it's very Pamela, funny? you understand that I feed off of this. I have I have said it in my most recent film that I am a beloved filmmaker, and that I make. <laughs> if you listen to my interview with Mark Maron in his disgusting garage, I told him that I am a unique filmmaker, and that. Also, that I only have one dream per year. That was so weird, Werner. Why? Why? How is that possible? I don't know. Shut up, you asshole. <laughs> Come on, Werner. What's wrong with you? 2016's been rough on all of us, man. <laughs> there we go. Always end on a laugh. Let's let's uh let's take it out there, Pam. Thanks all so right, much for well, having me on. This was thank really you. Fun. This has been some call me Tim. I've been your host, Pam Benjamin. We've been here with Stefan Massey, comedian. Theater, a reluctant theater guy, That's uh, and uh, and fame auto. Uh, this we're going into right now. A pervert fervor has a migraine. I know what that. Here's the funny thing about migraine. Last week, I couldn't see out of the left side of my face. 
and I knew that something was happening and there was pressure on my ocular nerves and that there was going to be, and there were headaches coming and, but I just sort of dealt with it and like saw the tracers and the rainbow things and the weird tunnel vision. And I was like, I get a free trip. Like, is it combined with a little bit of pain, which can be mitigated by marijuana? Yes. So when people ask me, Pam, does marijuana help migraines? I say yes, because you get free visuals. You just have to sort of deal with the pain and pain is all in your head anyways. Like like pain is inflammation and weed is an anti-inflammatory. Anyway, yes, smoke pot if you have migraines and just enjoy the free, like, oh, now I'm seeing through a tunnel and there's a duck over, the squirrel over there. This is like pretty amazing. Like, Maybe take an Advil too, just just to be safe. Yeah, no, anti-inflammatories are good. Uh, so is pervert fervor. Uh, enjoy every one. <laughs>